Jesus, once again, we give our yes to you. We give our yes to you. No matter how faint, no matter how vulnerable, no matter how broken it is, that we give our yes to you. So here we are, the first day of a new season. And we give our yes to you. We choose you. We appoint you our King, our Lord, our Saviour. And we say afresh and anew, we are all in. We are done with living for ourselves. We are done living under the expectation of others. We are done living in shame and fear and guilt. And in Jesus, we choose you afresh here and now. We take both feet and we plant them firmly in you and your goodness and your plans for us. We choose the life that you died for and we choose the abundance that you rose again for. And we say yes again to you. And we choose to do this life together with one another on abandonment to your vision for us, for your dream for this city, for this region and beyond. Yeah, we speak to deaf ears to be opened, blind eyes be well, back pain go, depression we break you off in the name of Jesus Christ. Hmm. I just speak, I just feel there's, there's one, if not two people in this room who have recently just, it's maybe through a life journey have uncovered some kind of heart condition, so your heart has not been well. <laughs> your heart has not been well. And so I just speak to those hearts right now in Jesus' name. Yeah. And I say, it is well. It is well. Jesus is here. He sees you right now. And he wants to come and comfort your heart. He wants to come and comfort your heart. He wants to come and comfort your heart. And I just, I just speak an openness in your heart like you've never experienced it before. Mm. I feel like your heart has been closed off for some time. And I speak an openness into your heart. So for those, I think, two hearts in this room, the Father wants to show you a new way of living, a new way of a heart aligned to his. Yeah, and for some of you, that's going to be a journey. That's not an instantaneous something that happens today, but something that triggered in your head and your heart. And today's the day you're going to decide to take a journey like freedom in Christ. You're going to decide to take a journey like going to counseling. You're going to decide to take a journey so that your heart is well. So we just speak to your heart and we say fullness and abundance to your heart. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Uh, please take your seats. Okay. I would um, love for you to recognize how organized we are here at Carlisle Vineyard. 
We have a black microphone and a black stool. We have a reddish microphone and a reddish stool. But of course, we're not going to align them to each other. I don't like the stool, Andy. I can't get on it, so oh, I'm leaving it. No, I'm leaving it. It can go. No, I don't like it. No, I'm fine. No, it can go down. Literally, babe. I'm not. St- I'm not going to stand the stool. I just okay. like standing up. <laughs> Are you sitting on the stool? So, Andy, yesterday. <laughs> It's probably smaller than That's that. That's really funny, Andy. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Andy, yesterday, and um, I, I don't know why he does these things, but he decided to start doing a 44-mile run round and over Skidder. I know. So then yesterday's like, probably still will be required for Andy's knees today. <laughs> we did go on a rescue mission and rescue him halfway, unfortunately. Yeah, I which failed. No, I you failed. didn't fail, love. You did a really good effort. 19 miles he went for. <laughs> and uh, before I got a little phone call to say my knees are really, really, really sore, please could you get me? So me and the kids... And the Askus all went to source him in the mountains. It was quite fun. They came um, round the mountain. We did. They came, we're coming we round the did. mountain. And we're coming round the mountain when she comes. Woo woo! Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> anyway, that's a side note. Um, so we're we're so. Do you know what, guys? I've missed you. Ah. And to be honest. And then hold on. Then you say. <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, in previous years, I've felt pretty shattered in the summer, and I've been like, oh my goodness, I'm so glad of the break. But this year, I'm like, I've missed you. I genuinely have just missed being together, because you know what? We are made to be together. We are made to be in community, to spur one another up, to raise one another up, and to, to see these birds flying out the nest. That's what we're made to be. This is what today is about, guys. Today is not about a boring event on a Sunday that we have to attend. That's not what the church is. That's not what being part of the church is. Being part of church is a community or so for one another that we cannot contain it and we cannot help it. It is not about a boring event on a Sunday that I have to attend. And it's not compartmentalized to that either. And that's something that we're going to need to fight for and we're need to, going to need to reclaim. This is why we're really, really excited that come the end of the month, we do not have a clue where we're going to next. Like, genuinely, I think this is one of the best seasons that could ever be for our community, is that we could be homeless. Like, I'm not joking you. Because church is about people who are so for one another that want to see something happen in this area that could never be achieved by an event that happens on a Sunday. And the other thing about church is that church is not here for you to consume. You are to be consumed by the Holy Spirit. You are to be consumed by the Father and the Son to such a degree that you cannot help contain it. So when we gather, it should feel like there's an explosion going off in here. Because, because you know what, Jesus, he is so for each one of us that he wants to personally come alongside us and mentor us. And personally come alongside us and love us in a way that we have not yet known. And I believe this is the season for us when we're homeless. This could be a pivotal, very important season for us as a community as we gather around. And you know what, for some of you, and I know because we we hear it, we do hear some people are like, you know what, Andy and you are quite good with no plans. You're quite unorganized. 
And we hear that. We really do. Because we, we own that. We are quite disorganized. We do like the spontaneous. We do like not knowing what's going on tomorrow. That's who we are created to be. We know that not every person is created to be like this. But I believe the Father is calling us all corporately to an adventure this term. Yeah. And for us to set aside our need to see the organized continuously. And to, to, to realize what he's constantly organizing on our behalf. He's really organized. He goes before us every time. And you know what? We don't know other than Cumbria on Sunday. Woo! Woo! Cumbria on Sunday. If you've not been here yet in October, it's like the best Sunday ever. So we have thousands of people running that Sunday in our city. So we're going to go join them by just cheering them on and by giving out jelly babies. So in my eyes, that is me. I get to be part of praying over thousands of people in our city that day. I get to be part of saying, number one, one, two, five, you can do this. We believe in you. One time, a couple of years ago, Andy and I missed it last year and we were gutted, but a couple of years ago, had the privilege of running alongside someone who just couldn't keep running anymore. And just to run alongside and say, come on, we can do this. You can do this. But that's what Jesus does to each one of us, right? And if we are called to be a people who are going to bring solution, this is the kind of stuff I want to be involved with. So we have a plan for the first Sunday of October. Woo! We're all going to be down at the, down there giving away water and jelly babies. Who's in? Because last year we had like 50-odd people there, and it was a blast, apparently. I wasn't there. It was a blast. But I just really feel a fresh sense of calling for us as a community to adventure to adventure. Living the Jesus life was never about your Sunday and then your Monday and and your Tuesday and and your Wednesday. It was about an all-together, all-in adventure. There's a fusion. There's a merging from the Sunday to the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday. There's no part of my life that, that the Father doesn't have control or power over. Because he is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And that's what we were trying to get through in July. If Jesus is Lord, if Jesus is really, really Lord of my life, what needs to look different for me personally? But how then do I need to align my life differently? So if Jesus is really Lord of your life, that means that you literally are his solution to this world. Yeah. So I just want you to stop and think about that right now. Because we talked about this at Alpha the other day. I love Alpha. I love it. I love seeing people who didn't know Jesus come to know Jesus. And that's what we've seen consistently every single course that we've done. But on Thursday, we were just chatting to the guys in Alpha. And just like you are now a solution bearer for our world. I'm going to pause in the awkward because we don't get it. We don't because I don't get it. I think it's something we need to constantly remind ourselves. You, Nathan, are called to be a solution bearer to this world, Nathan. Yeah. Nathan, your heart of compassion is going to change things so intrinsically in this area and beyond. And you guys all, I've been praying for you guys all. These guys see on the, sitting on the back row here. We have, we have a bunch of six solution bearers who have moved up from Birmingham up here 
to just Birmingham up here to bring solution in the form of a counselling training centre for our region. These guys here have felt a calling in their lives 20 years ago, wasn't it, guys? 20 years ago, they've held it, they've nurtured it, and it's now released, and they've been given a property just outside of Carlisle. You need to talk to these guys about the solution that's going to come. I see so many other solution guys. We've got a publishing director here. We have teachers here. We have stay-at-home mums here. We have nurses here. We have so many people, and they're every day bringing solution in different ways. But if only we knew the power and authority that the Father has granted us to see even more happen. You are not just a counsellor. You are not just a publishing director. You are not just a stay-at-home mum. You are a kingdom solution carrier. You know, I, for September, I'm all up for the supernatural and the weird and the wacky. I, I have a sense and expectation we're going to see more than we've ever seen before. And one of those small little things is going to be feathers. God has been doing this thing with me of late about feathers. And feathers are a funny thing. And Ro and I will sometimes talk and laugh about this. I'll sometimes see a feather and I'm like, no way. No way. It, it's God and his goodness just showing me that he's here in the muck and the mess of my ordinary. And I don't know when it was, when you saw, remember those beautiful, absolutely pure, clear ones at, at Alpha? Was it Alpha? Um, as another time when Ro and I were talking about it, I'm like, Rhoda, Rhoda, look! <laughs> Is that my old kid to say? Yeah. And Rhoda says, yeah, Andy, that's wonderful, but it could also be a dead bird. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Sometimes it probably is just a dead bird. But um, I, let me tell you a story, but I don't, this is not about me because I had no idea. So God's been doing this thing about feathers. And there's this beautiful thing about um, feathers. And um, it says this. Uh, this is Psalm 91. And if you want to marinate your heart in something this afternoon, marinate your heart in Psalm 91. It talks about God who is for us and how he's going to rescue you from every trap and protect you from every deadly disease. He's going to cover you with his feathers. He's going to shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and your protection. So for those of us who are feeling scared and nervous about saying yes to him and stepping out into September, then the feathers is just another thing, another reminder of his goodness. So it won't surprise me at all this week if you're going to see more feathers around. And you may just see, oh, it's just a dead bird, or you may go, oh, it's him reminding me of his goodness. So I was doing a landscaping job earlier this week, and I was just chatting to a, a couple of lads who were working uh, with me, and I said something about these feathers. And the lady in the house said, did you say feathers? I said, yeah. I said, that's freaky. And I said, What's freaky about feathers? She said, well, ever since you've turned up in my house, they've been turned up everywhere. I said, really? Because I'm bamboozled by this. And I'm like, what, what do you mean? She says, yeah, they were in my bedroom in my house. I've seen them in lots of different places. It's freaky. I was just like, it's not freaky, it's Jesus. And he's letting you know that he loves you and he is for you. And he's here in the midst of what you're going through. So I think there's going to be stepping into more 
of the supernatural. And we're going to have more and more times of hearing ordinary stories. But also I want to declare that September and this season ahead is about the very ordinary moments. At the last um, July, sorry, the last Sunday in July, we had a beautiful, beautiful day down at Lazenby Pool where we had baptisms. And we had just some absolute incredible stories of people telling their stories about what Jesus have done. And hopefully in the next few months we'll hear again from those stories for those who didn't hear. But um, you know that bit at the start sometimes where we go say, okay, go say hi to people. And in that moment you're like, I hate this from the very core of who I am. We're not doing that because we haven't got a song ready. We're doing that because we believe that every one of us carries something for someone else. And it was a part of, I hope you don't mind me saying this, Andrew, a part of Andrew's story, there was a moment where Mr. John Lowe had just had a prompt in his heart, I think I need to go across the room and pray for courage in Andrew's heart. And John most likely had, well, I don't know what this is all about. I don't know what this is for. He may just turn around and say, I don't want you to pray or I might have got it wrong. But John wanted to take that step and he just stepped out, walked across the room and prayed for courage. And it just changed things, eh, Andrew? Just changed things. And See, the thing about this family, for Andrew and Amanda, if you don't yet know them, you need to invite them for food. You can't go to their house, they're in the process of selling. <laughs> but you need to invite them and ask, would you tell us your story about what Jesus has been doing in your life? And see, the beautiful thing, what Rose beginning to say about God just doesn't just save someone or rescue them, but he turns them into rescuers and those who are going to carry solution. This family is just a delight to watch. The how God has not only rescued them and brought them to himself, and now they are just oozing God's love and grace and goodness to all around. So we honor you guys for that. So we're really, really excited for this fresh season ahead. We think that the Father is going to do some amazing things with us as a community. But we're also excited about what the Father's doing in this, across the city. We're excited about the many different churches that are in this city that are bringing life and fullness in different ways we love. So Andy and I are good friends with the church leaders across the city. We are intensely for the other churches in this city. They are our friends. They are our mates. We are in this together. So we just want to just say again to you that this is not about transfer growth for us. And I just want to make that really clear for us as a whole community. Our heart in coming back to Carlisle five years ago was to see those who don't yet know Jesus come to know Jesus. If your heart aligns with that reality and you want to see more life come in this city, you're so welcome here. But we just deeply encourage you to really process through and think through with your church leaders is, is this what the Father is calling me towards? Because just as we talked about before, church can become like a consumer activity, can't it? It's like, oh, I like the worship over here, so I'll stick around here for a bit. Or I like this over here. and I'll... But that's not what the Father is about. This is a family. We're family across this whole city, and we're intensely for each one. So it's just sometimes good for us just to remember that journey, hey? Remember the journey that we are on and what we're called towards and how the Father is going to move and shape and challenge us.
It's challenging, isn't it? Yeah. Because sometimes being in a nice little Christian bubble is nice, isn't it? Hey, it's surprising how quickly that can happen, where all of a sudden all your mates just know Jesus. But that is not what he's called us to here in this city. He's saying and he's challenging you. Who is it that you're just loving without any strings attached? (laughs) Who is it that you're intensely for? Who is it that you're championing? Because it's just a, a challenge to us all to just remember this is not about us becoming this weird inward huddle. It's really not. We need to be challenged again and stirred afresh to think about those people in this city. There's, there's thousands of people in this city who do not own the hope that we know. And that's why we are here, to, to show and to share hope and love and grace and mercy in a variety of ways. You need to talk to Steve Wilson about skate parks. Oh, that yeah. guy, that guy just has this beautiful dream for young people in our city about skate parks. And I want to see, I for one want to see this become a reality. And that is an audacious dream. That is a dream that requires some pennies. That is a dream that requires some wisdom. But how cool would it be to have a space and a place inside for guys to skate all year round? And for love, hope, and freedom to be the overriding theme. How cool would that be? I want to get behind that. Who wants to get behind that? I mean, I might not be able to do it, but I'm behind it. You know? See, what's interesting is about our, our younger generation. At the moment, if they're into skating or BMXing or just kind of looking for um, family, community, they'll often end up at the skate park. And at the skate park, there's some wonderful folk. There really is. There's some beautiful folk. But there's also some people there who just have destruction of the younger generation in heart and in mind. It can be a dark, dark place. A dark place. And we honor you, Steve. We honor you for fighting for your right to live out the dream that God has given you. Uh, Steve, uh, has. we've talked about this for a few years now. Steve, do you want to just share in like 27 seconds about the revelation? Come on, come on, man. Can we honor this man? Let's honor this man. Yes, I mean, the, the skate park thing, it's, um, I, it would be cool. Like, it would just be really fun, you know? And I think like, there's, there's often been like comparisons with Noah and like, you know, like building an ark. And I think like, I'm always full of excuses. I'm like, well, maybe Noah was like, maybe he just really wanted to build a boat, you know? But even if you're really good at building a boat, it might have been rubbish with animals. So there's, there's still some element of, like, God had to help him, you know? Do you know what I mean? And um, so I, I've wrestled with that whole, like, oh, I'd, I'd like a skate park because it'd be really fun. But it's not just about the skate park. It's, it's the kids and it's, like, the safe environment and it's everything else. But I think for the last couple of years, I've been like, I'd, I'd really like that. And it would be cool if God was part of that. And earlier this summer... God spoke to me and just said, Steve, you've got it all wrong. He said, God said, I want a skate park in Carlisle, and it would be great if you were on board with that. Oh. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so I, I need to sort my stuff out and try and get on board with what God wants to do. So, yeah. Um, I also think that there's people in this room who are able to gather around this guy and just to start to pray for him and to pray with him I think there's wisdom in this room for Steve and the dream and God's dream that Steve is going to get on board with. Thanks. So our time is nearly up, 
But just to say, as we start, so next week we're going to continue the story along. The week after that, we are going to hear about China and and stories from China, which is just so exciting. We have a a growing collection of people who have a heart for China. And so we're just going to gather around stories from China again and just to to hear what the Father is doing there. And the week after that is Scattered Sunday! No one's that excited. So Scattered Sunday is um, this amazing opportunity for you to have a Sunday to invite neighbours, friends and colleagues to your house for a cup of tea. It costs you around 10 pence per cup. Who has 10 pence? I will even provide tea bags if needed. Yeah, if you need the tea bags, literally we will provide the tea bags. But we are just re-emphasizing. There's been a few folk that have come towards us recently from out with our church community. It's like, guys, are you not at the size now that you could probably stop the scattered feast thing? And we're just like, what? No, no, but you don't understand the heart behind that. That's not for us to have a Sunday off. That's not what the heart is behind Scattered Feast, is that we're tired by the end of the month, so we're like, "Mm, fancy a Sunday off now. That is not the heart. The, The Father's invited us into a story where he's saying, come and just gather a couple of people around you. Each of us know at least one person who we could invite for a cup of tea. And for some of us, that's the scariest thing you could ever do in your life. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Risk it for a biscuit. Literally. Oh, if you need help in this, speak to Kevin and Ruth McStay. They're just doing a, a brilliant job in this. Ask them what they do. Ask them how they do it. Ask if you can go to one of their things and see what they're doing. Steve and Karen, they're doing this thing. They've, you've been doing this for a long time now, this scattered thing. And they just have just developed community. Um, the Whitemans are doing a wonderful thing. On a, You have your wonderful group on a Friday night. Like just gathering around where life is, and that's all it is. We just want to see the life that Jesus put in you, spilling out wherever you are, wherever you live, work or play. When we first started Carlisle Vineyard, we longed to see a people who know who they are and what they carry. Identity and authority. Living in freedom. Set free from all the junk that everybody and anybody would throw at them. One of the ways that we've seen this in the last season is this course called Freedom in Christ. And in one sense it's a course, in another sense it's just getting an environment where hearing some good stuff and getting some bad stuff broken off. We've got a new Freedom in Christ course starting, launching on the 13th of September. This is 13 weeks of stepping into more and more freedom. Uh, Ruth and Neville, Kevin and Ruth are going to be leading it. We're going to be hosting it in our home. Um, and it's just going to be wonderful. If you want to know more, there's information on the website. There's some flyers here. And these guys are around um, at the end. There's still opportunity to sign up. We'd encourage you to do that. If you sense that there's some stuff in your life that you want to be free from, whether it's big stuff, little stuff, external stuff or internal stuff, we could all do with a bit more freedom and encourage you to speak to these guys. We just want to just place an emphasis that is absolutely vital, like uh, really vital, guys, especially with a slight uncertainty around gathering on Sundays, that you are part of some kind of a small group connection through the week. It's really vital in this season stage. So next week, what we're going to do is have our sign-ups again out for small groups, as well as another sign-up for ones that, if, if none of the existing ones suit, we'll create a new one. That's what, that's, that's what we can do, is create a new place and space. So there's, there's, a, there's murmurings of a daytime small group going to start up this season to help folks connect. But that is where most of our life and where our, our pastoral share happens as well. So sign up for a small group or a Freedom in Christ course. 
Does that sound good? Yeah? Yeah. We've Brilliant. also got um, a new alpha starting, and Steve and Shelley are going to be pioneering that. And we're going to give, we're not sure how this is going to fly. This may fly really well. This could be the start of something very different, to be honest. This could be in years to come, we look back and go, do you remember when we took that step? So we're starting uh, an alpha in Hell Below, one of the, uh, it's like a beautiful building in the city. It's, a, it's one of the pub places. And we're going to give it a go, eh, Steve and Shelley? And we'll see what happens. Um, but alpha is a wonderful thing, if, but it's also rubbish if you don't have people there who don't know Jesus. And if it's just Steve, I mean, you'll probably eat a lot, like, you know? Yeah, you will have to. So if right now, would you take 27 seconds and say, Jesus, is there anybody that, who doesn't know you in my life that you would like me to invite to Alpha? Let's just take that moment. Okay, and now we pray for boldness and courage for us to do that. Amen. Amen. Just encourage you, as soon as I prayed that, one guy popped into my mind instantly, a reason why he wouldn't want to come. (laughs) So, it must be Jesus. (laughs) So, you want to talk to Steve about that? Grab him today. We'll talk more about it next week as well for that. And that's going to be a a Tuesday night at half seven. Or eight. Seven and a half, seven. And food, it's going to be, it's going to be a great night. Brilliant. Okay, guys, we're just about to wrap up. If you've not already uh, filled in a Let's Keep In Touch card, let's keep in touch. Okay. I, I love your guys' facials. It's awesome. Let's keep in touch, everybody. So if you don't already receive, so our primary mode of communication is through email. So if you don't yet receive the email, you're going to need to fill in a Let's Keep In Touch card. And the wonderfulness that is actually Claire Salmon at the back oh, here is going to be taking that this week. She's going to be volunteering for us, guys. Claire, the salmon, is going to be volunteering for us when she can to help us with the connection cards and things like that. Isn't that great? Yeah. Thanks, Claire. Appreciate that, mate. Okay. And finally, we have some Vineyard UK things going on this um, term. So we're part of Vineyard UK Church in Ireland. Yeah, that's right. I don't even know what we're part of. Vineyard! Woo! Um, So there's this amazing event for 18 to sort of 30s called Cause to Live For. It's in November down in Nottingham. I would just deeply encourage you that if you're between the age of 18 and 39, that you would go down and, and join this event. It's a Friday night, Saturday through the day, and it's just brilliant. Just brilliant. It's an honor to be part of Vineyard Churches UK and Ireland. Absolute honor. We love we love what the Father is doing through the vineyard. We're also excited just to let you know that our um, area leaders have just recently changed to Chuck and Taryn Freeland, who are based in Aberdeen. Um, so Andy and I have been connecting with Chuck and Taryn quite a lot. Um, we're also going to be going and just spend some time with them soon. And Chuck and Taryn will come down and meet you soon. But just to let you know that that's the kind of, we have oversight. We're not, we're not just 
crazy, by ourselves, doing our own little thing. But we have Chuck and Taryn who check in with us regularly and are just checking in with how we're doing. And just to let you know, they are really excited about Carlisle. The Vineyard Movement is really excited about Carlisle. Do you know that? So, like, someone drove from beyond London the other day just to come and see and hear what Carlisle Vineyard is and is about. Are you you excited about that? The golden city of dreams is finally having its place in the world. It's so exciting. I love it. I love it. Um, Ro, we, we love your voice. And your voice matters to us. Doesn't it? Uh, when Rhoda speaks, sometimes something within us which has been dormant for a long time comes alive. This may be your first time here today and you may be thinking, oh, what was today all about? Today is about not me and Ro, not even about Carlisle Vineyard, but it's a collection, a community of people Simply saying yes to Jesus, come what may. And I utterly believe that the Father has a dream over each and every one of us. And he is just inviting us to step into his more for us. So no matter where you've come from, no matter where you've been, the Father has more for you. So, Ro, would you? Yeah, guys, pray let's for just us? stand together and we're just going to pray and then we're going to go and collect our kids um, from their spaces and places. So, it's a fresh season, a fresh adventure awaits. It feels like a Narnia adventure awaits. And um, I just want you to be honest in your hearts. Because this adventure maybe isn't for everyone. This expression of this adventure isn't maybe for everyone. And so we just say release, release, release to you. If, if you're just like, ah, eh, ah, release. Release to you. But if this is something that aligns with your heart and you're just like all aboard the crazy bus adventure again, we just welcome you just to join with us and pray just now. Father, your journey, your adventure was never meant to be safe. There's a comfort that comes from you, but it was never meant to be comfortable. And so, Father, here we are standing before you saying, we're ready to risk it again. Sometimes through risk, we see the most precious adventure unfold. So I just pray for each and every one of us in this space that this term would be a term about aligning ourselves fully to you and who you are in our lives. Of surrendering the stuff that's holding us back. And just coming before you and saying, Jesus, we are all aboard the crazy bus adventure. Jesus, we know that your love can change things in our hearts and lives and the hearts and lives around us. Jesus, you know, we know that we've been called to so much more than just living our own lives every day. We've been called to live a dangerous life every day. Jesus, we know that you want to give us eyes to see and ears to hear. So, Father, that this may increase this term. Father, I just speak over freedom in Christ this term. Father, that that would be truly a place where people are set free for life. 
that there's no hold-ups or, or hang-ups anymore, that they can walk freely in knowing who they are in you, Jesus. I love Ephesians 11, 1 verse 11. It's in Jesus Christ that we find out who we are and what we're living for. It's only in you, Jesus. Only in you, Jesus. So here we go. We surrender afresh everything to you, Jesus. We just lay it down at your feet. We lay it down. We lay it down. And we thank you that your presence is with us. Your presence goes before us and your presence knows no boundaries. So I speak spacious places over us, each of us, this term. No holding back. No holding back. Yeah, there's just an invite for those of you who struggle with worship that this week he wants you to worship in the still and the quiet place. So he's inviting you to go into a bathroom and sing your heart out. Could be in the shower. But he's inviting you to a personal journey of knowing him. This is not always about the corporate. This is about individuals coming together. So I just encourage you that, that if worship is a struggle to you, that you start to worship in the quiet place. And that can start with just a little song like, Jesus loves me, this I know. That might be the only one you know. That's okay. Or maybe a song is going to come to your head, a new song. So it's a personal journey together, all together on the crazy bus. Yeah. Hmm. Holy Spirit, you're our friend. I thank you that you're for us. Come reveal yourself to us in beautiful ways this week. In the feathers or the dead birds, come reveal yourself in new ways. Help us to see what you see and hear what you hear. Help us to know this week that we are solution carriers. Help us to know that we are royal in your kingdom. We're not little or small. We're big in your kingdom. Help affirm that into our hearts, Jesus. And Father, I just pray for those of us who felt consistently small for a long period of time, that you would help others just to see us in a new way and to bring life and revelation in different ways, that you would help us to see ourselves in a different way, that things would change from this moment on. we love you father and this is all for your glory 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 in Jesus name we pray Amen